This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Daniel chapter 3, verses 15 through 18 reads, Now, at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of musical instruments, fall down and worship the statue that I've made. But if you do not worship, you will immediately be thrown into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there who can rescue you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not in need of an answer to give you concerning this matter. For if, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods, nor worship the golden statue that you have set up. Now let's turn over to Daniel chapter 6, verse 12 through 13. Here it says, And they went before the king, and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within thirty days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, That Daniel, who was one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you assigned, but makes his petition three times a day. Now let's move to the account in Esther chapter 5, verse 15 and 16, where it says, Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink. For three days, night or day, my maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. These three passages are, well, they're probably some of the most famous stories in all of the Old Testament. I mean, everyone knows them, right? And they became even more famous, or it seems so to me, as I watched social media during the pandemic, Mothers were declaring their children were born for such a time as this, using Mordecai's words to describe the heroic efforts that they were preparing their children as they had on all the things they had to go through during the pandemic to say, even if, even if, but not really, you know, right? I mean, seriously, not really. Our children in the U.S. aren't being threatened weren't asked to give up their life during the pandemic, weren't asked to walk into a king's throne room with the chance of being beheaded or being thrown into a furnace or a den of lions when they refused to bow down to a king and, and to bow down to a golden statue. Nope, not here, not now. These words, even if, they've been playing around in my head for a couple of years. Yeah, that's a long time, I know. You see, I recall all the questions about whether we should assemble or submit to the governing authorities. I remember so vividly that struggle of whether even if, and during that time, I remember texting with a sister in the faith who said to me, I hope someday I can get to the point where I can say even if. And the text has replayed in my mind ever since over these last two years. I hope to have a faith one day to be able to say, even if. 
That sounds noble, doesn't it? Aspiring to have the faith to die rather than discount God or worship a false God. How noble is that? To be able to say, even if I die, but what if, what if I don't die? I mean, what if, even if, is bigger than that? I know, I know that that sounds odd. It sounds strange. I mean, how could it be bigger than giving up your life? And I guess I don't mean bigger in the sense of more risky, but then again, maybe it is for some. I mean, what if, even if, is every day, every decision, every single day is an even if. We don't have to wait for a throne room or look for a den of, of lions or a fiery furnace. What if even if is every single day? What if you had to choose God or your friends and family? What if you had to distance yourself from them? Maybe never see them again? Would you? Even if? Noah built an ark. And he, his wife, and their son's wives went inside. And everyone else outside perished. Their family and their friends. But Noah built the ark anyway. And said, even if that day. And what if you had a chance to be rich, famous? And no one would know if you did something wrong to obtain it. Because to do it, it would be sinning against God. But nobody would ever know. Joseph had that opportunity. And Joseph did what was right. And he was thrown into prison for two years. Because he said, even if that day when Potiphar's wife propositioned him. And what if you did everything right? I mean, everything. And then you lost it all. And your friends and your family told you that God did it for a reason. God did it to punish you. God did it to show you that you were doing something wrong. That it was God's fault. And as you stood in the ashes of your life, like Job, could you say, even if, like Job did? I get it. Daniel Meshach, Abednego, Shadrach, Esther, Job, Abram. I mean, the list could go on, right? I mean, you know them all. David, John the baptizer said, that's not right, Herod, for you to have another man's wife. That's just not right. Each one had an even if moment. But I think that those, those big moments, they had to start smaller with smaller even ifs, you know? I mean... Daniel's parents had to teach him about praying, that he needed to pray every day, three times a day, even if. Joseph knew God had taken care of him through some of the most difficult times in his life. I mean, he knew even if, because he had seen it over and over again when he made that decision. And when Job lost his children in his home and everything he knew, he knew even if. In Job chapter 1, verse 21, he said, Naked I came from my mother's wound, and naked I shall return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's even if. 
Yeah, I understand the pride in declaring our children ready to say even if to death. But the decisions, the decisions that they make, that we make, and helping them make every single day decisions about well, the clothes that they wear, the people they hang out with, the places they go, who they date, decisions about the time that is spent and how it is spent, every hour and every single minute will be an even if moment. You see, it was the same for our Savior. Remember, he had a choice too. Even though he begged his father to not have to take the cup, that was given to him, he said, even if your will be done. And you know what? That's, that's really the point, isn't it? That's the question behind every day and every decision, every, even if your will be done. And it is for this, the even ifs every day and every moment that I bow my knees today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.